Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. There's trouble down at the mill. Well, actually, it's not a mill. It is an EV battery plant where the project for a $2.4 billion electric vehicle battery manufacturing plant has been put on hold. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. Uh, This is not a fun story. This is reported from the Wall Street Journal with GM and LG Energy Solutions having a a problem talk to me about what the problem is and talk to me about what they're discussing regarding solutions uh, yeah big uh, announcement uh, some months ago uh in northern indiana uh, tony in terms of uh, a big potential electric vehicle battery uh plant general motors uh, lg Inter- energy solution which is a big south korean uh battery company uh, created a lot of buzz a lot of excitement uh huge investment over two billion dollars 1600 jobs Wall Street Journal, first to report on Friday, kind of out of the blue news that uh, basically talks have broken down between GM and LG Solution. The plant, at least for the time being, is on hold. Uh, We're told it's on hold indefinitely. We talked with folks in northern Indiana uh, late on Friday. uh, They uh, expressed this bit of surprise. They've been working a lot with General Motors, but not as much with LG uh, Energy Solution. Uh, so this kind of came out of left field. They remain confident that a project is going to happen. I think what is going to happen is, is uh, GM may be looking for another partner, and that certainly, uh, you would think, uh, might uh, might delay this project if it does, in fact, happen for some time. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Who's looking for the new partner? GM. General Motors. So LG is, is, have they determined officially that they're pulling out? Is there something about this specific deal? Is it because they're doing deals elsewhere that they feel that they've got their battery needs covered? Yeah, yeah, you know, great question. We're hearing uh, uh, reports nationally that uh, LG Energy Solution may be uh, becoming a bit skittish because of the economy, because of the economy slow down, whatever that might take shape uh, in the year ahead here in 2023. GM wants to uh, really up uh, its uh, up its uh, production, uh, be a little bit more aggressive, and uh, LG Energy Solution not uh, not as interested in doing that. So that that may be one of the factors at play uh, as uh, as this project goes forward. This joint venture uh, already has operations in Warren, Ohio. Huge investment, almost three billion dollars there. Spring Hill, Tennessee. This would have been, uh, or this would be the fourth uh, battery uh, plant from this uh, from this joint venture but uh, at least for the time being uh, it is uh, it's on hold you've got Brad Chambers the Secretary of Commerce of course you have the governor Eric Holcomb yeah. how are they responding to this and do they have other people in the pipeline that they can help GM kind of kind of fill the, the the gap here because they want to still be able to say look at all the jobs we're bringing uh in in this battery tech in this EV tech to the state of Indiana you don't want to lose this 
Yeah, and uh, I, I know that both have not talked directly to them since this news came out, but I know uh, both in particular Secretary of Cham- uh, uh, Commerce uh, Brad Chambers talking about uh, uh, with optimism uh, the investment potential specifically for this plant in northern Indiana, but you look at elsewhere around the state in Kokomo, the Stellantis Samsung SDI uh, joint venture, uh, which is something like $2.5 billion and 1,600 jobs uh, in Kokomo. That project is continuing to move forward. There's other investment out there. The question is, will Indiana get its fair share? I think there's a feeling at the state level that, yes, it will happen. And there's even, I mean, talking with other people uh, kind of surrounding the project, there's a feeling that uh, that site in New Carlisle for this GM uh, LG joint venture, that even if it is not this project, there are other uh, automakers who have expressed interest in the site uh, because it is a good site because of its location and where it is. So we'll we'll see how this plays out. The investment, uh, no matter what you think of the future of the uh, the electrification of the auto industry, it is happening. The automakers are investing literally billions of dollars, uh, and I know Indiana and uh, a lot of other states uh, are going after that investment. Talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. One of the headlines you have over there at InsideIndianaBusiness.com is about Fort Harrison and how mm-hmm. Fort Harrison is going to be the new downtown. For whom and how? The new downtown for the city of Lawrence. And, and you know, Tony, I've been around long enough. I remember covering the uh, the uh, transition, actually the shock that uh, existed around here when it was announced that Fort Harrison would close, all part of the base realignment and closure that uh, swept the United States a couple of decades ago. Uh, there was a vision back then to take this, uh, this once uh, bustling army base and create uh, a live-work-play destination. A lot of people were skeptical, wondered if it would happen. There were fits and starts. But if you go out there now, Tony, we did the show from uh, Fort Harrison this past weekend, uh, $200 million plus in investment in just the past five years. There's a new cultural district. Heartland Film has moved its headquarters there. I think they're going to christen that uh, next week uh, or this week, I should say. Uh, there is uh, a new $70 million high-end uh, apartment complex. Keystone uh, is going to be uh, uh, building that uh, deal out there, restaurants, retail, uh, it is a it is a new place, and as uh, Mayor Steve Collier told me, that's going to be the new city center, if you will, the center of the city of Lawrence uh, at Fort Harrison. So it's been interesting to watch this. Certainly, a much different uh, uh, situation there and location there than uh, it was uh, 20 years ago. They're also uh, discussing some new hotels that are going yep. in uh, to the area. You mentioned Heartland uh, Film uh, deciding to move over there. You mentioned an apartment uh, complex, 248 units, uh, as is described this uh, from uh, the Keystone uh, Group. That's our Saul Ozdemir, of course, uh, owner mm-hmm. of the Indy 11. Um, yep. D- is... Does it? Does all it take is an announcement, an announcement like this, and all of a sudden you have the opportunity to bring four or five corporate headquarters, two or three of this, six or seven of that, and the next thing you know, property values just went up twelve <laughs> percent. Yeah, well, I tell you, success—you know—success breeds success, and uh, you know there was a time when there were serious questions about what the future of Fort Harrison was going to be. Uh, they developed the state park. There's a championship golf course there, and some amenities, some office uh, space. 
but over time, and as, as uh, folks have looked at investment opportunities, that location, that proximity to downtown uh, Indianapolis, maybe 10 minutes away uh, from downtown Indy, yet you're in a more of a suburban uh, setting, it has become more and more uh, attractive. You mentioned the hotel. Uh, the Hilton True Hotel is open there. There's another hotel. I know they want to try to get on the books there to tap into not only what's going on in that area, but it also including some of the amateur sports, soccer, and some of those uh, types of things going on out there. So uh, it, it has been kind of an, a, an evolution. I mentioned the cultural district, if you will, and you know we use those terms, live, work, play, environment, uh, a lot, maybe overly so, but uh, communities all over the state trying to create this live, work, play environment. And the folks in Lawrence feel as though they have uh, they have done that or are doing that with uh, with Fort Harrison. Talking to Gary Dick inside IndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. The session is still going on. We have a couple months left. Uh, we can, we'll go through April before this uh, General Assembly. Um, the workforce development conversation constantly and continually comes up, and it's become, for me, this almost catch-all that creates a blank stare, and no one actually knows what it means in the end result is indiana actually willing to make the investments to make sure that the people who know how to do things stay here or is it just more of hey we should do this and nothing happens yeah and your point is well taken you know workforce development talent pipeline um you know all those uh, those the kind of catch-all phrases we hear a lot. Uh, it does become uh, you know, you're commonplace in communities all over states, all over the, the country are battling, you, you know, workforce issues, getting those trained people in, into the pipeline. Uh, we will see. The governor in, in uh, his agenda to the, uh, to the legislature has put uh, a, a lot of dollars toward uh, workforce development uh, in connecting uh, universities, both two- and four-year universities and colleges in the state, with the business community and others. And I think it's interesting. We had Katie Jenner, the, the uh, Secretary of Education, on the show this weekend talking about K-12 education. Does that have a role in workforce development? And she believes it does and needs to be more of a role in terms of getting the private sector more engaged in going into these high schools and getting uh, work relationships established with students at the high school level. She pointed to several uh, uh, examples, Batesville, Evansville, where companies in Toyota, Southwest Indiana, Toyota going in, and, and uh, actually students being able to go and work in the plant, get work experience when they graduate. They've got, uh, they've got, they've got schooling and also work experience that they could go potentially right into, uh, right into a job uh, on the plant floor. So I think we're going to see the private sector get more involved. They talk a lot about the need for workforce, but have they been involved enough? Some people say no, they need to get more involved. I think we'll maybe see a bit more of that uh, here in the coming months.